0: Hey y'all, it's Eric Erickson. I wanted to uh, do an additional, do an ancillary podcast, if you will, of what's going on right now in the country after the election. You know, so I was the editor of redstate.com for 10 years and took the site from about a thousand readers a day to being the most influential conservative activist site on the internet, where our activists would routinely engage offline after having gotten together online. I guest hosted for Rush Limbaugh and Neil Bortz and Herman Cain. In 2015, The Atlantic Magazine named me the most influential conservative in America. But through it all, I was a political animal and becoming more of a political animal. When Salem Media bought Red State from its parent company, Eagle Publishing, I left to start The Resurgent. Salem was a competitor to my radio company, and I didn't really have any interest in integrating my radio presence into Red State. And then, after I left and started The Resurgent in January 2016, like most horror stories begin, I joined CrossFit. So I decided I was old and that I couldn't keep up and I was having a hard time breathing. And after a few months of this, my wife forced me to see a doctor and it turns out I was dying. I I literally was dying. My lungs had filled up with blood clots. My organs were shutting down due to lack of oxygen. A doctor saw my scans on the board in the ICU and actually called into the room where the nurses were trying to get an IV in me to ask if they had taken the body to the morgue yet. Seriously. So on the day they rolled me into ICU, My wife was diagnosed with a genetic incurable form of lung cancer. Now, thankfully, she takes a small pill and it keeps her cancer from growing. She got a Harley Davidson. You never know she was sick, but I got to tell you, dying has a way of clarifying living. I spent over a week in the hospital my brand new website, the resurgent and it all, but died because I wasn't there writing and there was no one else to write. It was just me. The ratings for my radio show crashed while I was gone, which actually, I mean, it gave me some job security whenever I leave the ratings go down. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty set. And the show has been consistently one of the top shows, local shows in the country, uh, widely listened to in the Atlanta market. And it's, it's all been good. It's all worked together. And I, My eyes kind of opened. The scales fell off the eyes, if you will, so I could see what was going on. When I started opening up about what was happening to my wife and me, I started hearing from people all over the country and they were really inspired by the candor, the honesty. You know, you go on social media, look on Instagram, everybody has a perfect life. And here I was telling everybody about my very imperfect life, about nearly dying. I heard from people who had completely checked out of politics and wanted to reconnect on life. They didn't want to just connect on politics, which is one reason I spent a lot of time talking about cooking and culture and faith issues, because there's so much more to life than politics and I need to practice what I'm preaching. All of this made me realize I had been such a political animal, I really needed to be more of a human being. I'd lived in and helped create the perpetual outrage machine, where to keep people engaged, I had to feed them more outrage every day. You see it right now going on even after the election. When we did the resurgent conference, I let in all the angry people to stand on stage and whip the crowd into a frenzy. And now, here I was realizing as a political animal, I would stopped connecting to people as a human being and at a human level and realized... People were disconnecting from the outrage machine. They were dropping out. People were burnout out on politics. They were burnout out on everything being political. And suddenly I realized, as, well, I'm burnout out on everything being political. I'm burnout out on the guy standing on stage, whipping the crowd into a frenzy, giving the same political speech at every single conference, getting the same applause lines everywhere. But had I not nearly died, I probably wouldn't have noticed. And honestly, I might not have cared. It was easy to get addicted to the outrage cycle. I see it in friends of mine who were addicted to the outrage cycle. But suddenly I was realizing I was losing the most engaged and most active and most sane people that I regularly engage with because they were tired of it all. So I had to turn the resurgent into something that engaged with people where they were in life and connected with them in ways that mattered. You know, with the rise of smartphones, I realized I could connect with people not just where they were in life, but where they were that very moment. They could be reading an email in bed. They could be reading an article online at their desk. They could be listening to this podcast that you're listening to right now. They could be listening to me on the radio in their car or at their office. So I integrated The Resurgent even more into my radio show than I had originally intended. I could write about life, raising kids, and politics, and where it all connected. I wasn't feeding the outrage machine. I was instead feeding information. In fact, sometimes I found myself pushing back against the outrage machine on my own side. And you know, the conservative movement at some point, it stopped living life alongside so many of its activists. It just fed outrage to them. And I've realized that living life with this growing network of parents and workers and owners, investors, conservatives who go to church on Sunday, they've got kids, they want to help, but they don't know where to help, how to help. They don't trust the outrage anymore. They were developing a trust with the resurgent in what I was doing. Now, let me tell you what I've done in Georgia by combining a web presence and radio show. This is so much fun. Those of you listening to the podcast who are in Georgia, you know this. In 2016, the Georgia legislature blocked a bill that would allow craft beer brewers to be able to sell to visitors who take a brewery tour. Georgia actually was one of only three states that wouldn't allow craft beer brewers to sell directly to people who visited the brewery. So I bought a piece of technology that allows people to connect to their state legislators over their cell phones. People could text the word beer to a number and suddenly get the voicemail of their state legislature while they were trapped in Atlanta traffic trying to get home. And we generated over 5,000 phone calls and the legislation passed. This past year, the legislature fought over adoption reforms and readers and listeners generated over 10,000 emails, tweets, Facebook messages, phone calls to the legislature and the reforms passed. Now, next year, for those of you on the podcast, I have been working, working for months trying to figure out a plan to syndication, and I think I figured it out. I'm trying to get buy-in by everybody right now, but I think I'm going to start expanding my radio show footprint next year, and we're already got the resurgent. The Resurgent is going through a huge redesign. We're leaving the Maven platform. We're going to our own platform where we'll be able to control every single pixel, every single ad, everything that happens behind the scenes. We'll be able to integrate it with this national radio show. And so the readers and the radio listeners will be able to take this to a new level. Except there's a flaw. There was a flaw in the plan and it was baked in to everything. And you can see this flaw in conservative media, and the way conservatives engage right now. And it affected the resurgent. It affects other websites. Pew Research shows that the more a person engages politically online, the less they engage offline. So I'm able to live life online with all these people coming to the resurgent, but as they engage online, they're actually less likely to be political activists in their communities. So I started the resurgent gathering. We do the annual conference. So people can read online, listen on the radio, and then get together in person where you can build real community. That's the problem with conservative activists now. Their community is online, and so everyone is online, and they're trading memes online. They're stoking the outrage machine online, and they don't actually get involved in public policy in the real world anymore. So instead of the outrage machine and campaign speeches and pay to play where your money suddenly makes your issue conservative, I can vet every person on stage personally at this conference now, and the people can sit on stage and instead of feeding the outrage machine, they actually engage in a conversation with me and I work in questions from the crowd. It turns out Google and Facebook are desperate to reach out to conservatives who are sane and not part of the outrage machine. They actually sponsored our last conference, which was the very first one we did in August in Austin. And Rick Perry came, the Secretary of Energy, Senators Cruz of uh, Texas, Purdue of Georgia, several congressmen, several governors, a bunch of others. We had 311 attendees and literally put the whole thing together in two months, from raising sponsorship money to average to inviting speakers we did all of that and now we've got a year to prepare for the next one and we're going to have an expanded radio platform so what the resurgence doing now is we're living life with conservatives of faith we're connecting people online and on radio we're convening them face to face then we're calling on them to act at the state and federal level as needed We've combined radio, technology, face-to-face activism. We've put it all together. We've proven that it can work in Georgia. We've proven it on different issues around the country and picking different campaigns for our readers and radio listeners and podcast listeners to get involved with. And we've just pulled off the first conference. We're going to do it all again next year. With radio expanding footprint, we're going to be able to connect in a whole new way with faith-based conservatives and live life with them, not just talk politics with them. There's an organized effort now by the left and even some on the right to make faith-based conservatives feel isolated and alone. And it's one of the things that I really think that the resurgent has been doing right is we not only connect with faith-based conservatives, but we give them an outlet to get involved and convene them for real human interaction. They're not just online and now they know they're not alone. We keep the price of the conference low even by relying on sponsors so people know they're not going to go bankrupt trying to get to the conference. We make sure they know they're not alone. Having tested this this past year, we're ready to scale up. With The Resurgent, we have a track record of connecting with faith-based conservatives who engage. In fact, a reader of The Resurgent is 50% more likely to contact their elected official than your average political activist. 63% of radio listeners will participate in at least one call to action, and they come back for more. They do. The next year, I want more people to come to Atlanta, not 311, but 700. I want the radio product all over the country. We're going to grow this thing because the more we connect people face-to-face, the more we allow them to interact in radio setting and not just online, those are more people to fight for faith-based adoption agency protections. Those are more people to fight for foster care reform. Those are more people to fight for free market reforms. Those are more people to be willing to stand up and say, you know what, I know I'm not alone. But we need your help to do this, folks. We need your help. The resurgence is growing. The new website will be here in January. The radio platform will be expanding. The podcast opportunities will be expanding as well. The conference is going to expand. But I need reader and listener support as well. If you're willing to help us, connect with more faith-based conservatives. If you're willing to help us get more people from online to offline, engage not just in federal politics but in state politics around the country, I want you to do something for me. Text the word SUPPORT to 345345. Text the word SUPPORT to 345345. And if you can, help the resurgent. Help us, invest with us, grow this platform. And if your organization might want to sponsor the Resurgent Gathering next year so that you can get a taxable benefit as an advertiser through your business, then let me know because I'm happy to connect you to the right people for that. Folks, we're going to make this happen. The 2018 election showed us Republicans, conservatives, they've got to engage offline. They've got to be door knockers. They've got to be street walkers. They've got to do all of the things people used to do in campaigns that now people seem to think they can do on Facebook and Twitter, but they can't. we got to go old school, and we're willing to help with the resurgent. We're willing to make a difference. We're willing to provide people the tools to do that, but we need your help to get these people engaged. So please text the word SUPPORT to 345-345, and thank you so much.